On this week's General Admission, Brett and I sit down live and in person to recap our time in New York City seeing fish at Madison Square Garden. We recap the latest Foo Fighters news and discuss the sad passing of Modest Mouse drummer Jeremiah Green. We wrap up with some of the new Fireworks album and preview next week's Weezer episode. Okay, let's go. All right, we're here. January 5th, 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, Brett. New Year, new me in 23. Oh, 23 and me. That's oh. a thing, right? <laughs> the dating site? Start the or, hashtag uh, now. <laughs> or uh, Ancestry site. It's something like that. I think it's Ancestry. That sounds good. Why 23? Do 23 and me and turn it into a music dating site. And then it just pairs you up with people with like similar Spotify raps. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Might be on to something. <laughs> we are both happily married, though, so we will just run the app. Yeah. <laughs> um, We had a weekend, which we, we did. Yeah, we have. So. All right. So. Brett and I recorded, so we went to fish last, was it last week? Thursday. Thursday, not even a week. And um, Brett stayed over and then we recorded in the morning. So we have our first ever Brett and I in the same place podcast. It's very exciting. Which was really fun to do. Hopefully we get to do that more this year. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just like, I don't know. It's a, a little easier to like bounce off each other. I mean, I think we do. All right. Yeah. Zoom, it's... but I know what you mean though. Yeah, just like that in person vibe is is nice. We were we were exhausted that morning, so we'll see. Uh, I haven't listened back yet. <laughs> you can tell by our voices, like neither of us have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, just from like yelling possum. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do I lose my voice? Like, there's like three words in their songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great thing. You you can learn the chorus of a song you heard for the first time before it gets to the second chorus <laughs> not much to it in a lot of them i think that happened the first time i heard characters zero yeah. like the second time it came around i knew it <laughs> yeah yeah like, can i live while i'm young boom <laughs> but yeah we're gonna get to that in in a little bit so stay tuned for that um we got some huge foo fighters news a couple days ago I guess was on the first. Did it come out? Feels like first or New Year's Eve. Eve. One of those two. I feel like both those days kind of blend together. (laughs) Yeah. But like the long and short of it was just that, you know, they were, he said it, he said it in his book too. We talked about it, but like they were a band born from heartbreak. And he said they were always about kind of like healing with music and, and what else do you, do you remember? how it went better in the just book kinda, or just like in the in the press release that that they put out i'm blanking <laughs> yeah yeah it was just along the lines of like we've we've kind of been here before and foo fighters is a band that is meant to like help with these things so like we owe it to ourselves and taylor to like keep it going however that may be not a not a great recap 
go read it for yourselves on the Foo Fighters page. But um, yeah, they are going to keep making music, going to keep touring. And I personally think that's pretty cool. I do too, especially after seeing like the tribute shows. Like there was a part of me that wanted them to kind of just maybe do something new. But then again, that wouldn't really be who they are and who Dave is. And yeah, he's been through so much tragedy in his life. Like why would he throw out throw away the project that he built through tragedy when going through another tragedy? So yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. And I'm just really excited that they're going to keep moving forward. But I am curious how they'll be both live and when they do put out new music too. Yeah. So I was thinking studio wise, I feel like Dave will do drums for this next one. What do you, what do you think about that theory? I think that's very likely. Yeah. Although right? as we're reading this book too, I kind of, I'm kind of curious, like if maybe he takes like the, how he joined scream approach and he just finds like, a super fan that knows like every drum note and can somewhat play like Taylor and just rolls the dice on a kid or some guy that, that he fits like right into the cool. van. Cause that like, I had like a joke written down that like they won't get a drummer and they'll, he'll just bring a different fan on stage for every single song. <laughs> like green day. <laughs> yeah. But like what you said kind of actually like fits that idea in a more realistic way. But then there's also like the options of people that played with them at the tribute concert. Cause like um Rufus Taylor, um Queen drummer's son. Um what's his name? Roger. I feel like it's Roger. Roger Taylor. Yeah. Um, so he's drummer he's the drummer for the darkness and Queen and with Adam Lambert. And like Taylor's his godfather they were like he was like a mentor to him and like he crushed best of me at that tribute yeah, he concert. Did. that's definitely a possibility yeah that i i mean i think that would work really well but then there's the idea of and i don't even know if this is like a fair judgment but is it like too spot on like he almost looks like taylor he's got like taylor's logo tattooed on him he's got taylor in his name not that that's like really like something that should be a deal breaker but i don't know like i could see it working and i could see them not doing that too he also has a band like the darkness is a band so i mean i leave the darkness for foo fighters if i were him but then again i yeah. don't know how was, close he is with them i was thinking that too <laughs> yeah. but that would feel also like what i was kind of bringing up a little bit because like if he's like that much of a fan of taylor it kind of like yeah true. would give us all to be in that band i'm sure yeah and like look up the best of me tribute with him on youtube if you're listening and haven't seen it or just want to watch it again he kills it best of you best of you fuck i'm sorry <laughs> thank you for fixing that starting line on the brain <laughs> but yeah um he crushed it and they did like this cool like interlude and like jammed on it and stuff it was he hits the drums hard, which I feel like is a staple of anything related to Dave Grohl and Taylor. Oh, yeah. Both of them. <laughs> yeah, you got to hit those drums hard. 
And then there's Josh Fries, who's a session drummer, who's in like a ton of bands that I don't have written down, but he also played at the tribute show. There's Taylor's son, Shane, but he's 17. So, yeah, I think, I think if, he would oh, go ahead. Just I think that would maybe happen down the line, but probably not yet. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, I think he's still a little too young, but like he was perfect with like yeah. each song they brought him on. Yeah, so there's a lot of options. I mean, if you remember back to like what Avenged Sevenfold did when like the Rev died, they just brought in like a killer drummer. Um, Dream Port- Theater drummer, right? Yeah, Portnoy. I always want to say, I feel like it's Mike Portnoy, but I don't know if I'm just thinking of... <laughs> Of Barstool and <laughs> Dave's dad. I think they have the same name. I, I'm pretty sure it's Mike Portnoy. But um but... they brought they brought him in and uh he just like crushed it for the album following um the Rev's passing and then they like got a more permanent member. So Fretton, uh, what's the name of the new drummer again? The Avenged? Uh I don't, I don't remember. remember. <laughs> they haven't done anything in like five years. I don't know if that person is still in the band. I don't remember. So many bands go through drummers. It's it's. I forget who stays and, and who. I don't know what's up with them. I would love to see something from them this year. It's I mean, been due doing... for like two years now. So hopefully. Yeah. They haven't played a live show since 2018. Really? I didn't know that yeah. part. But they are on a couple of festivals this year. So but something's coming then. Yeah, I, w- I would think. You don't like come out of like hibernation for that long and not have something more cooking than just a couple of festivals. But and then my friend at work said maybe Matt Cameron from Soundgarden and Pearl Jam would be cool. I think Pearl Jam's too active though. Yeah. And that'd be a lot too. Yeah. Do they still tour a lot? They they uh, they're like a once once a year touring band. I think once a year is fair. Yeah, I'd love to see them eventually. They're very high on my list. Yeah, they're another one though that's just like in that upper echelon of like you're paying to see them. Yeah, <laughs> but at least with them, like they're they kind of try to push back on Ticketmaster a little bit. Yeah, that's true. I'll bleep that out. We don't say that name here. <laughs> like Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll we'll find out this year, sounds like. But I want to go see them again very much so. I do too. Especially reading this book. Like I was always like kind of a passive Foo Fighters fan, and this is like igniting it. So Welcome to the those, club. Yeah, I'm getting those deep tracks in now. You pass not, fish, I pass Foo Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> now I just have to learn how to say their song names properly. <laughs> Comes in time. Maybe the starting line will cover Best of You. <laughs> and then Foo Fighters cover Best of Me. Yeah, and they could just put it out as like a two-song EP. Best of EP. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. You're welcome. <laughs> um, You want to talk about the book since we're in Foo Fighters right now? I'm not done with part two, unfortunately. Right. <laughs> it's been a month. 
<laughs> Sounds like you need to tell Nick that you read like a snail's face. I was like, no, I have it done. I did not get it done at that. But next week, I think I should. I started I, a, I started another book in the meantime because I <laughs> I finished part two and three. So I figured I should I should wait. Is it a music book? No, it's just like a fantasy book because I like that genre. Fantasy <laughs> notch. Lies of Locke Lamora. It's like a heist book. It's awesome. Um anyway. Um we geez, this is a kind of a morbid start to the new year, but we following well, Foo Fighters is new life following sad news, but then um Jeremiah Green, another drummer of Modest Mouse, um passed away this past week. Which happened so fast that i i didn't even realize like the first headline was maybe a week ago and it said he was diagnosed with stage four cancer but like it seemed kind of hopeful from at least the articles i was reading but i guess like they're not going to put out non-hopefulness but either way um he passed away the other day and that really stinks because he was a Good drummer. Very unique, like the rest yeah. of the band. Like there, I can't name another drummer that plays drums like him. Like his timing was just all over the place. Yeah. As was... is like most of like modest masses music, <laughs> but like Yeah, it was like precisely chaotic. It was like exactly what they needed. A lot of like like fills like that were kind of off time and stuff. And he used like a lot of like percussion style things like where you might have like a hi-hat being hit instead he was like using a shaker or something like that tambourine sometimes yeah like yeah there's like those egg shakers and then there's those other shakers that are just like a long tube which gives it like a like a lighter feel like he's just a very creative drummer you can hear him kind of like hitting the the rim of the snare a lot i don't know if there's like a specific word for that but they're a band where i never like fully focused on drums listening to them and then going back and doing so i realized just how much he like was bringing to the table i always think of truckers atlas as like my example to people who like want to appreciate him on drums like that one is just yeah like the it sounds simple, but then like when you listen really close, it's really not. And like the timing shifts all over the yeah. place in that song too. And then like they just, it's like a 10 minute song, right? Is that the, yep. And yeah. it speeds up towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, when I was reading the, the Isaiah Brock, um, Isaiah or Isaac, Isaac, know. Isaac. Yeah. Um, when they announced the Lonesome Crowded West tour, he did that interview. Was it with Spin, maybe? I think so. Um, and he just like kind of talked about the making of that record and everything. But he said with that song, like they were just like really jamming. And he's like, I just left the room, like went and got coffee, just let them do their thing. <laughs> he's like, my part was over. I didn't have to be there. Like, they, wasn't like the recording studio, like, why do you want to leave this 10 minute jam on? He's like, no, we're leaving it on. Yeah. Yeah. Which you got to love and, and respect from a band who just like they have the way they want to do things and like that's how they're going to do it. And they don't really care what anyone says. I guess like that's not going to be the single. 
<laughs> the radio edit. <laughs> it's just three and a half minutes. And I think a lot of it, I don't remember. I don't remember if it was everything or drums or what, but he said something about like parts being recorded. Like, was it in a bathroom or something? Like he wanted like this echoey noise or they just recorded, recorded it live. Maybe is what I'm thinking in the studio, like all playing together. I think that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Vocals. He might've did in like, like a smaller room. I don't know. Uh, I'll find the article and, and put it out. But um, yeah, like Cowboy Dan, where it sounds like he's like screaming in like the distance. Yeah. Like just something like that. Moves the mic, moves away from the mic to breathe. <laughs> um, yeah, they there's another one. Um, uh, it's off that sad, sappy sucker. Is that like, yeah, it's a, another, it's a long album. Where is it? Um, like a compilation, technically. Yeah, I thought there was something like it wasn't exactly just like an album but they have so much that like i i really can't keep track of it all but there's this song every penny fed car and that has some really wild drumming if you want to hear him being like creative and like what makes him unique like i think that one's a really good showcase it goes fast it goes slow it's just like i don't even know how to articulate it but give that one a listen Also, like talking shit about a pretty sunset too. Like when the pretty part happens, and he has like the steady. Like this is, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what happened there. The uh, the steady like drum beat going, up towards the end, and just drives the song home pretty much, and that's the little pretty part. Oh yeah, and the guitar is doing like the little speed picking, like doing it, or it's just like a bend. I don't know, whatever. But yeah, he's like all up on the hi hat. They're such a musically good band. They really, and he was like the last like original member. It was just him and Isaac. Now it's oh, just wow. Isaac. Wow. But he like he, I didn't realize he was like out away from the band for like a year, and then came back. Like he wasn't on uh, Good News. I thought I thought maybe he wasn't because you could kind of tell the drumming a little more straightforward on that album. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't have that Jeremiah touch. What? Ocean Breeze Salty is still one of my favorite Modest Mouse songs. It's the first Modest Mouse song I ever heard. Had that weird music video with like the crow. That's a really weird one. Yeah. That's a guitar driven album too, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Then he, he came back big with a dashboard on uh, the album yeah. after. <laughs> one of my favorite Modest Mouse songs. Oh, yeah. I think that's where he kind of did some percussion stuff. Like, there's other things. I know, like, live, they always had, like, yeah, two drummers. It was like him and then, like, two other drummers, three other drummers. Yeah, they they have a lot going on on stage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think they're a band that there will be any question to their future with this news because they kind of seem to interchange members so often. Yeah. I think they did this whole Lonesome Credit West tour without him. Oh, all right. Well, then that definitely confirms. At least some that. shows he wasn't at. Like, there's like notes on Sailor's FM. So that kind of, I went on there to check to see if they actually played the album front to back, and they did. Wow. So I kind of, I'm kicking myself that we didn't go to that, but I know. Fish was worth it. Just 
not even so much fish, but just it was like the Friday before Christmas in New York City. It's December 16th, Like, I think. yeah. All right, it's not exactly before Christmas, but Or like the week before. yeah. It's like a tough time of year. And it like fish was at least at the garden. So that's like a train ride and that's it. Yeah. You have to like get to like Brooklyn or wherever they played. They It's couldn't like, do a Starland show. I know, right? They played it plenty of times before. Oh, well. We were there. Yeah, I'll still, I'll still go see them whenever I can, Yeah. if I can. Definitely a loss, but like at least we'll always have those albums and it definitely won't be the same. I think like you pointed out, like you can tell a Modest Mass album without him. Yeah. But that just means we might get like more Isaac being Isaac Yeah, or they're Brock being Brock if you want to use the last name. they're creative enough where I feel like they can take something like that and just use it as like, all right, it's going to steer us in this direction because we don't, we no longer like have a certain like aspect of it. Yeah. But yeah, great, great drum parts. Go listen to some old Modest Mouse in his honor. Those first three, especially. Yeah. Yeah, I put on long drive when I was driving to South Carolina and but I saved it for like it was like five in the morning or something. So like the sun was barely up, like Nicola was sleeping. It's just like a real great like I mean the title says it all, but it is a great album to just throw on while you're just on a straight road for a long time. That's a great first first thing in the morning album too. Yeah. Then Moon and Antarctica if you want to get a little weird. Yeah. Does that have stars or projectors? It's one of my favorite I songs. think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That song Yeah. is so Yeah. good. And that the drums come in hard on that too. Almost forgot the drums on a uh, tiny cities made of ashes with the bass. The whole rhythm section in that song. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Oh yeah, that's a groove. That's a big groove. So we were grooving, we were grooving at the garden on the Big topics time. of grooves. We In got a to lighter get, in a lighter lighter groove. yeah, yeah. Um, we brought in the new year with a party. Brett, did your show of the year predetermined live up to being the show of the year? It somehow leaped past it. I set the bar, I was telling your uncle, I set the bar high and they like it's not even we're not even on the same planet. That's how much they jumped it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild i've said it so many times to people after the show when they ask how it was i just don't know how i can see them 20 something times and i'm still like this was the best time like this was the best one yet they just full of surprises But this one was like really a good, like people were really crazy about this one though, right? Like it wasn't just a first yeah time experience for me or like you not seeing them in a while. It was like really that good. Yeah, no, it was like the stars aligned for sure, I think, because like looking at a couple of the other days, like New Year's withstanding, like if we were there, we would have had a great time and like we would have liked a bunch of songs and would have liked all the songs. But this was one where literally every song, there wasn't one song they played that I'm not like, that's a skip for me when they come on. 
Yeah. And there was the one I didn't know. Um, Hey Stranger. You did and not even, know that one. Even that one, like it wasn't bad. And it and that's part of the fun too. Like we got a little surprise, like like the pet cat song when like it's meowing over the speakers, like that was trippy. Yeah. <laughs> like looking at each other, like what's what's happening here? What's going you on? hear that, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> there was a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> of, me, of me or us just being like is everyone else getting this too? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're in my head. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Did we tell? I wish I should have watched back because I don't remember what we talked about. But me Same. dropping the phone was <laughs> was a highlight for sure. The fact that I have that on video is just yeah. priceless. Yeah, we got to put that out because you you can hear it all. You're like you dropped your phone. I, or I was like, is it, I was like, did you drop your phone? Instead of like picking down and picking it up for you, I just like was asking if it was yours first. <laughs> but I was like so into like you enjoying myself, I like couldn't move. Same, same. It felt like my phone was a thousand miles away. I'm just like, well, my phone's gone. Like I don't but care. I accepted it. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a good time. Good time. Yeah. Um, let's throw it to that and. Um, Throw it to past us recapping, recapping our adventure from the bars beforehand to the epic cup story, <laughs> the commemorative cup. Um, stay tuned for that. <laughs> Not the loving cup, though. No. If anyone has one of those commemorative cups and you're listening, you have an extra. Hit me up. <laughs> Send to the show. <laughs> All right, we'll do that, and uh, we'll see you guys on the other side. We're here live for the first time in GA history. Post fish, the morning, the morning after. There's got to be a morning after. <laughs> what better way to be in person, though, than after uh, my first fish show? We held on through the night. <laughs> yeah. Um they they we're threw... recovering in case you can't tell. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like a million bucks. I, I got actually don't feel that bad, which is I'm very surprised, but yeah. I think that just because the show was that good. Yeah. Just tired. Yeah, just tired. Yeah. We slept like five, six hours, maybe. Got back around one, fell asleep by like one thirty. They played for literally almost four hours last night. Yeah. <laughs> Even the set break felt quick. Quicker than usual. <laughs> like I feel like when I was waiting around watching the one from home, I feel like that really dragged, but in person it was like a blink. Yeah. We just sat there like stunned <clears throat> after the first set. Like, holy shit, we get to do this again. And then about halfway through, Brett and Uncle Mike were like, we should probably like get up and go to the bathroom, get drinks and stuff. Which was get some water. A challenge. <laughs> <laughs> May have had a, a chocolate bar of sorts of the the fungal sorts. You were that's a gross way. You were in the tunnel in Willy Wonka parts of that show. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it's not easy seeing fish like that. <laughs> it's peaks and valleys. 
and they threw us right into the deep end. Like they opened with Fluffhead, which is uh if if you played Fluffhead for someone who didn't know fish, they would be like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> but, what happened on the but it's so good. On Analyzed Fish. Wasn't Fluffhead <laughs> yeah. one of the songs he showed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like Harris, why would you show him? Who's Fluffhead? <laughs> Hold on, I wanna, I wanna just look up the lyrics to that interlude of Fluffhead <laughs> because it is, it is nonsense lyrics. The banker uh, part. They don't even put it in here. Actually, I've tried to look at. It. No, when they're like, boozy, foggy, oh, level-headed, yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> It's not even on the lyric sheet. <laughs> so they wing it each time. Even Google was like, nah, man, we're not doing that. Wait, is Ernest Anastasio is his mom? Uh where's Trey's real name Ernest? People do call him Ernie a lot. Oh. I did not know that his real name was <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> I did not know that either. I sorry for saying your mom's name was <laughs> Ernest. I, I've seen people refer to him as Ernie all the time, but I just thought it was just being silly or something. Ernest, Joseph, Trey, Anastasia. Anastasia. I still question that. You should probably know. I think it's Ozia. Uh, yeah, so we got we got in. Well, we went to this like like hillbilly bar <laughs> it was like a hoedown over there is the texas flags everywhere it's like a yeah. very texas barbecue yeah joint we walk in and it looked like pretty nice like city barbecue place and then i asked the waitress i'm like is there like a fish thing happening and she's like yeah go in the basement <laughs> and it's just packed wall to wall there's like this band playing and they're doing like maybe a dead song and like fish and other stuff no art though, which we were a little disappointed yeah. by. No fan art. Yeah, we we're trying to get you know some of the cool like fan made shirts and stuff, but that's happening tonight, twelve thirty. So we missed the boat. Yeah, we entered a raffle, which was like the Water Wheel Foundation was one of like charitable foundations surrounding fish. Like, oh, donate, donate anything, and you'll enter to wins like vinyl and posters and sweatshirts we didn't win no but, yeah and they had four fish vinyl and one person won all four yeah which i still disagree with that <laughs> but it's a hell of a haul for whoever won that yes yeah, seriously i didn't have any of those that would have been no. real nice just i used to have rift jump start the collection immediately they're all early they're all early lps yeah it's like right in my listening right now because I don't know the later stuff. <laughs> you don't know the new stuff. You know everything's right now. Now I do. That yeah. was a great song. Yeah. Everything's right. So just hold tight. Um, so We went from there. We went to this place, Molly V's, which is just uh, one of the random many Irish bars <laughs> along like 7th or around Penn Station somewhere. And we met up with friends and we met up with other friends. Shout out Pilardi, Jordan and Rich. Um, yeah, we we got a nice little some drinks, some pre-show hype, and then we we went in. Um, 
waited on the line outside, which was also an adventure. <laughs> Is that the first time you've done that? I uh, meant to ask you that as we were waiting, but so, we were too busy making friends. So there's been some renovations around MSG. Like it's closed in further out now, but how it's always been is kind of the center area across from Hotel Pennsylvania is like a huge, just like a tunnel, I guess. And then the doors are set in there. And usually there's like a bunch of like fish art all over the walls and stuff. And that's just like a mass crowd of people. So this actually was a lot smoother and faster. Okay. But it was kind of weird, like waiting in line on the street, practically. Yeah. Seems like not the best way to do it. but And it was taking a while, too. Like, there was no really MSG workers directing us where to go till like, towards the end. No. till like, it was almost 8 o'clock. That one kid online was convinced he was going to find any other he way. He was to get very in. determined. Yeah. He might be a listener now, so <laughs> shout out to you. <laughs> shout out dudes on the line. Um, That's fish song, too. Dude in the line. The lo- just the line. <laughs> It's not not one of the better ones. It's just like Trey like describing a, a free throw in basketball for like <laughs> ten minutes. It's, it sounds I like a Trey song, kind of inspirational. But I'm glad they don't really do that one anymore. Um, yeah, dudes on the line. That guy, he kept trying and then just kept coming back. And he then said, we all got in eventually at the same time. Yeah. We met that dude who told us about the gym he wants to start. Yes. The lawyer who wants to start the gym. And the Brazilian barbecue-like gym where you have the red light, green light for if you want yeah. pointers or tips from yeah. a trainer. He just gave his idea to all oh. 32 of our listeners. So <laughs> I don't think we have any gym gym uh, entrepreneurs that listen. So I think the secret should be saved now. That kid's going to be like, motherfucker. <laughs> what? I talked to him on that line. General admission gym chain. <laughs> Red light, green light. Oh, that should be the name. Ooh. All right. I'm not going to say the name he told us. I'll at least so, keep yeah. that to myself. Uh, yeah, so we get in and we're like a little behind schedule, but still kind of like on track because they usually... The first night they started at eight twelve, and I think we were getting in like right around eight, probably going up all the stairs and elevators. Which took a while. So like we were really pushing eight twelve once we yeah. got up there. So we get up, and luckily, like the stairs took us. Our seats were like right there. Um. So wait, I wait online just to get a beer or a water, and Uncle Mike's like. He's like, dude, they have like Lawson's Hops a lot here. It's like Lawson's like great brewery. They do like Sip of Sunshine and it's a Vermont brewery. That's so good. And I would love to try that Hops a lot beer. They do like a fish thing on the cover oh, on the can. Cool. Um, but I'm like, the show's gonna start. I don't know where they're serving this extremely specific craft <laughs> beer. Like, we should just get in. And he's like, he's like, no, no. And he starts like running down the hall. And the lights drop. Yeah, <laughs> the lights drop. So now. We're like, fuck the drinks. Like, we got to get in. He's like, no, it's just the crowd cheering early. We're like, I don't think so, because it's after 8, 12 at this point. <laughs> so we forego drinks, which in, I think in hindsight, maybe if it wasn't your first show, I would have rather have just missed the first 30 seconds to a minute just to make sure I had a drink. Because once you're in that seat and you're on the roller coaster, like you really you're, don't want to leave. You're strapped in. Yeah. 
So we forego the drinks and we walk up the stairs. We see we're like side stage, kind of behind side stage. And then they just start the opening notes to Fluffhead as we're standing there. And we look at each other like, Fluffhead, it's Fluffhead. Oh, shit. After we predicted that <laughs> earlier in the day. Yeah. Saying goodbye to Jasper. Yeah. We are saying bye, bye to my pup. We we called him Fluffhead, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole's last words to us out the door were Fluffhead. So she helped summon that too. <laughs> Had a couple summon summonings. Yeah. Summons. Summons. Summonings. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> I had on um, my possum shirt, which my friend from the gorge made a bunch and he had given me one. It's primarily bamboo and cotton. Very, oh. very comfy shirt. It's a good combo. I want to tie-dye it. Actually. I can get one of those. I don't know how to tie-dye. I don't think it's that hard, but Anyway, um, <laughs> was wearing the possum shirt, but then Brett and I decided to um, go disc golfing for a little bit because I wanted to show Brett my favorite thing in the world next to fish. Um, it was a good time. <laughs> we had a nice, unseasonably warm December day. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, felt like it was close to 50, maybe not 50, but flirting with 50. Um, but yeah, so then my possum shirt got kind of sweaty, so it didn't make it to the show, but possum still made it which they encored with which is really cool that's show ender which yeah. was incredible yeah they, with the well we'll get there but it's it <laughs> the beginning of possum where it's just like it's just like that kick drum and like some like jangly thing maybe oh no jangly thing the keyboards <laughs> <laughs> those jangly things hey it's jangles um it's just like immediately recognizable and at this point in the show like this is the encore the second encore so they could do anything and like exhausted and they do that and we just look at each other and it's holy shit like another one and the whole crowd nuts yeah like what a gift (laughs) like cherry on top uh what else what else did we summon we summoned you enjoy myself for the oh, yeah. the lyrics that end each and every one of our shows. Yes. So it was only fitting that that made it made an appearance during the show. Yeah. Um, and it started so like suddenly, like, uh, where's the set list? There it is. Um, after everything's right. Yeah. Everything's right. Which is like a newer song. Um, good lyrics. Just like, well, shout out Fluffhead if you can hear him barking right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, you enjoy myself just like snuck right in there. And another one is just like unbelievable. Got to see the trampoline jumping in person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I disappeared for a little bit. You did. <laughs> and then the trampolines brought me brought me back. <laughs> that was when I dropped my phone during Boy and Man. Just like, I don't Boy care. <laughs> Brett's like, you, you dropped your phone and it's just i kind of like saw it on the ground but it just felt like it was like miles away like i dropped it like in a volcano like, leave something. it <laughs> just, just leave it <laughs> you know, it's not going anywhere i could, could not move just completely like entranced by the song <laughs> boy man god shit what's your feet to drive it for it and i feel like the episode's over <laughs> Oh, unreal. Wait, we got a little little note here for you enjoy myself. They teased 
your pet cat from the first from the- set in you enjoy myself we also got this song hey stranger which is the first time they ever played it it's a a tray band song a tab solo song. work right yeah the tray anastasio band tab yeah i've never heard that song before i i want to listen back i just thought it was still part of bathtub gin <laughs> yeah yeah there were moments like when they went into your pet cat, it's like you could feel that the song changed, but like neither of us knew that song. There was some noise like just going oh, around. Yeah, the arena. it was. We thought it was that Martian. Song. It was. It was a cat, and it, it was, was like, cat, yeah. and the the meowing like, like Brett said, like so. If you're not watching, he kind of did a circle with his with his hand, and it the the way it played felt like it traveled around. Us. the entire arena it was like panning but without headphones on and speaking of around the arena we have to talk about the sweet the sweet sweet lights the the lights at the end of the aisles yeah. that are new yeah to msg although i'm not sure if that's an msg thing or a fish or fish brought those i don't know but it was rad they uh along all like the the sweet <clears throat> boxes there were there were huge columns of light and Chris Carota, CK5, like guy, fifth member, he uh had control of them. So they would pop up and go away and come back and do rings and change colors frequently. Yeah. And yeah, it, they were super cool. Never seen that before. No. And they were matching everything going on with the main lights too. Yeah. So it just kind of Served as like an exclamation point. Yeah. And onto where, the lighting. where we were, like we didn't have the best view for the light show because we were side stage. So like the light shows coming off the stage forward. But those surrounding lights were able to give us some light fun. Keep everyone involved. Like no matter where you were sitting, you were going to see those. Even if you were sitting on top of one, you'd still see like the rest along the circle. Just always new tricks. There's new tricks. That's it. So they don't do that for every show? No, that's new. Okay. Yeah. They can't do it for outdoor shows. I mean, they shows, can't do it for outdoor shows, but... but... Yeah, just like whoever's mind is like, you know, we should... To put lights like yeah on the exit lanes. Always thinking. There's no time for like boredom. Like... There's always something going on. If you, if the music loses you, then the lights catch you. Uh, the people dancing, like, but you're immersed the entire time. Yeah, yeah, for like close to four hours. Hold your attention that long, like, wasn't checking like texts or any. It was just like, it's one of the purest like in the moment things. I think like. I do in life <laughs> like music is definitely that and the fish like definitely brings it to an yeah. even more level it's like to quote turnstile it's like you got to see it live to get it yeah yeah which you still have to see them but yeah it definitely applies to fish yeah because it just there's a lot more it brings live but and then you when you listen back it kind of transports you back to that moment of how you felt at that show and yeah, it's nice. 
I still can't believe how great this set was for like my first show. I got basically almost everything I was looking for. Yeah. We didn't get tweezer, but I'm sure like that'll come yeah, and you didn't, for people going tonight or tomorrow. You didn't get mics. Or Mike Drew would be there. Yeah. But we I was happy enough with you enjoying myself. Yeah. And possum. Yeah. Like it is way more common to like see like Mike's Mike's song or even tweezer than like you enjoy myself. So to catch that first show. Pretty awesome. Right. And the second set. Uh Character Zero was great too. Yeah. Your uncle said Gaiote doesn't come out that much either. Yeah. No, I don't he's I don't like, know, I can't believe uh, we're getting this for your first show. <laughs> the awful pig. Yeah, that that was another one where like immediately they start that song and I feel like it's like almost <laughs> I felt like I was watching like a horror movie, like music wise. <laughs> like it <laughs> I don't know how they managed like that to. Like, part. I felt like scared by the music, like not scared of like my surroundings or like unsafe in the garden, anything like that. But just like strictly listening to this song, like it's so like I guess like in a minor key maybe, mm-hmm. and just like it just gives me that eerie feeling, and then eventually like the song peaks and the lights go up and. And, and you back. feel like you made it out of, like you said, like the Willy Wonka tunnel. Yeah. Like, it's like you're in that Willy Wonka tunnel. And the guitar is just like. Yeah. It's almost like the part in Wizard of Oz where like the tornado comes through or the Swister, excuse me. Yeah. It's kind of like that. And then like you come out and it's everything's in color and it's OK. But it's very chaotic. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. So that was the first encore. And then they went to Possum. And I'm glad they gave us Possum. Because if I had to like head home with like Gaiuti just lingering. That... The pig <laughs> just sitting in the background. <laughs> and it was it was no easy task to get home. But we were like, like if there was an Olympics for navigating from Penn Station back to the New Jersey suburbs, like. We'd be on the metal stand, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we'd be gold, but we'd definitely be on we the top three. We caught everything, like, the first one. Like, we we booked – we didn't even book it out of the show. Like, we kind of lingered for, like, a couple minutes just to, like, you got to get Stoke your thoughts in, in order. Yeah. Like, <laughs> try and process. And then it's just like, all right, now it's, like, game time. Oh, and <laughs> – I almost ate shit leaving. Yeah, Speaking of game time. Uh, and you didn't bring home the collector's cup either. <laughs> no, they gave out collector's cups and I forgot mine in the cup holder. And well, just remember the collector's cup for this next part of the story. Because the fall kind of precipitates. No, that, that's not the right word. No, pre... pre, pre prefaces? Prefaces. Yeah, we'll just that. It's in, it's the morning after a fish show. Cut us some slack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we got the the pre part right. So we the same steps we walked up to in awe four hours earlier. We are now walking down as a sweaty, well, personally, a sweaty, 
gross mess trying to process the adventure that just happened and, and everything was wet like did you yeah, like, yeah everything all everything by our feet was just wet i'm not sure when that happened but it was every aisle and like just everything was wet i'm yeah. not sure yeah i don't know why like no was, were that many people spilling beers everything I was so. wet. i don't it didn't make any sense at all but and i take my first step down these stairs maybe like 10 steps or so and my foot goes out from <laughs> under me and i ass ass two slides and then transfer my weight back up onto my foot as if did a like a running back stiff arm to like stop yeah the fall. it was boop boop stand a f- one smooth fluid motion and i let out a a loud got it <laughs> this way because you know you see someone like almost eat shit after a show you're like oh, and this man's this guy's wasted like what an idiot and it's like no i slipped no, i'm so good i got it let's get out of here everything's okay but that that got the adrenaline pumping for the for the, the descent descent down and we we took the escalators down but they turn them off after oh shows, yeah, so yeah. Like walking down the escalators yeah i remember wanting to say something like the stairs are broken but then i decided to just shut up because i can barely walk downstairs <laughs> no one wants to hear my overused bad jokes about an escalator <laughs> so i'm just concentrating looking around everyone's just like grinning like an idiot from the show um while also you could tell like people are in game mode like yeah we it's time to go home because like it's crazy the show ended like here we have the end time right here 11 54 and they came on at 8 12 so that's nearly four hours of music which we didn't i think because i think the first night they ended at like 11 25 or something like that so we got like an extra half hour out of them to make they were in a jammy mood yeah i read that i don't think there's a curfew like city never sleeps that makes sense especially with the new year show where they like, play till they have if, another set after midnight right? what if they just didn't stop <laughs> what if we were still there <laughs> he's on like his 80th fake goodbye <laughs> oh the goodbyes <laughs> um oh no do we talk should we talk about the goodbyes now or continue our exit story go with the exit and jump back into okay the, okay the set um, of it. so we're going down those stairs blah 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 and next thing we know we're outside and the fresh air was like a breath of fresh air quite literally it felt so good but we didn't really have to go outside because we were leaving through <laughs> leaving through Penn Station I spill on myself. Is, is in and I'm not sure why we did that <laughs> yeah Brett and Mike are like why are we outside I'm like, because it was hot <laughs> we need to be outside and then we're just we just smelled like smoke yeah and like stale beer and there was a theme of the night was us navigating the city and second guessing every like turn and street we didn't miss and, though no we, we, we second guessed but we didn't yeah. miss um so we were trying to get back to the nj transit corner which is from where we went in it would be like down that street on the next it's like corner. diagonal right but because of all this renovations at msg this this place this this home for so long now looks completely different and i'm realizing that i i'm not as sure as i usually am because the surroundings are 
totally different. Um, but we made it in. I don't know if we made it in the entrance. I thought we were going in, and then all the all the screens inside MSG are new. So like it's a different font and color scheme and layout. Cause usually you wait when you park at sea caucus, like we do every single train out of Penn station, no matter where it's going on NJ transit, is going to stop at sea caucus first, which is why if you can swing the drive, I did not drive by the way. Um, but if you can swing the drive, it's worth that because then you don't have to bank on like, catching a train a specific train like there are people who miss the encore because they're like my train leaves like i have to go and we would have we would have had to do that or you just wind up taking the last 1 a.m train home. yeah you suffer an hour because you didn't want to miss five minutes of the show which seems really logical when you're at the show and then when you're sitting in a train station exhausted you want to like jump in front of one because yeah. it's that horrible <laughs> It's not a fun experience yeah. being stuck. But we're watching the board and and then we brand in the friends. Shout out Polardi again. And just hear Nick, Brett. We're like, whoa. <laughs> like so exciting to bump into someone, even though like it's not really that crazy. <laughs> we saw each other early. We were all going the same place, but well, they had to go back to Philly. Yeah. Sucks. Um had to be a long train ride. Then the three pops up on the screen and you're like racehorses in a gate and you just book it to three. But because of this goddamn new layout, I didn't know what direction three was. So that was when Uncle Mike stepped up. We followed him. And there were so many times along this journey where I would be like 50-50 if we were going in the right direction. And then I would just see a sign that said and tracks one through four yeah track yeah it was like oh my god we're doing <laughs> we're it. heading the right way <laughs> we're doing it. it's happening one through four and we get we get through that door and then we're booking it and then we end up at a dead end and it's tracks one and two and we're like what the fuck and mike's like here here three and we spin around and we like basically run down the stairs i'm being very cautious on stairs at this point <laughs> not messing with stairs anymore and literally run down the stairs and it's like hold that door practically and the lady said something along the lines of like squeeze them in like last ones or we were literally the last ones yeah. on the train yeah they're just about to shut doors and we just squeezed in there, yeah so yeah and then uh everything was coming up right that day for us and then along this whole journey <clears throat> anytime we saw anyone with these plastic cups we would we would try and we would ask them for one because people leave them behind like crazy yours and me included. So you see people walk around with like stacks of 10 and no one's, no one's giving us one. And uncle Mike winds up buying one off a dude for, for 10, 10, bucks. 10 bucks on the train, <laughs> which is good. Good for that guy. <laughs> what a hustle. So so now he's like all psyched. He has this cup and giving me a hard time for forgetting the cup because I moved his cup in a cup holder, which and then know, forgot it. Hand up. <laughs> I that all happened. <laughs> but I picked my phone up off the ground. He did. It's not still yeah. sitting there. And in my defense, the the cup had old stale beer in it that i wasn't even sure was mine because i took someone else's cup apparently so i wasn't drinking it and i was holding my aquafina water bottle as the precious substance that it is so i left with 
the better liquid but the worst container yes yeah so self-care um we make it to sea caucus and now like we're on our own time cup and toe cup (laughs) and toe and we're walking out and my my ticket when i activate and i know i look like a sweaty dirty hippie and i have to like ask the guy who's working at like midnight among all these dirty sweaty hippies be like my ticket's not working and he blamed the wi-fi but like i wasn't on the wi-fi it oh it was because my phone phone was being sketchy yeah my phone couldn't like pick up service after the show but whatever so he scanned me through very nice of him um now i have an extra ticket so that's kind of nice there you go (laughs) yeah um so we're walking down the stairs (laughs) the final escalator and come like still just like bragging about his cup and like how he has a cup and i forgot my cup and this and that and we get to the bottom and like this is why we're all children because this is something people boys do from the age of probably like eight to still if you are holding something and you walk under something hanging with a gap above it you pretty much have to throw the item up and over and then catch it you have to like it's a basketball <laughs> it's a it's just this this compulsion so he tosses his cup up a nice little hook shot goes up the, over the side through the side clears it but doesn't catch it and it cracks it half. <laughs> it just smacks the metal part at the end of the escalator yeah. which is like yeah obviously you have the stairs meeting uh the platform yeah. so it's very rugged there and he hit it right on the on the dot yeah and just you heard it. it you heard it <laughs> and i i don't even know i could still use it as a change cup maybe throw some pens in there he didn't throw it out he still kept no, it not but... drinking out of it and i tried to console him by saying no one else has a crack cup so like you kind of got something special but everyone else got loving cups yeah and he got he got a Gaiuti cup came in. <laughs> the, the evil pig came and destroyed his cup. Met the same phase, the possum. <laughs> yeah. Which, all right, there, we, we brought it back. We nailed it. <laughs> Much like Trey, at the end of possum, Trey, wait, so hold on. I want to, I want to bring this, bring this around real quick. When I was, because this connects, I promise. When I was a small, young child, my, grandpa would be driving us back from wherever to his house and there were a few times where we'd get close to his house and he'd be like we're almost home it's just around the corner and then he would just drive around the whole block (laughs) and we'd pull back up to his house and he'd say just around the corner and i would laugh my ass off and he would just drive around the block for like 10 times just because i was laughing and it was it was funny so with that in mind trey gets to the end of possum and he says like He's like, thank you, everyone. Have a good night. Be safe. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And then they end the song. Crowd goes wild. And they restart it. (laughs) (laughs) Then they just restart the song. And they come to a close. And Trey says, thank you, everybody. Be safe. Have a good night. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And... I'm still like, you know, 
lingering effects of the chocolate bar. And I'm kind of looking around like, is did is this actually just, happening? <laughs> that just happened twice, or, or or am I tripping? Like, what's going on here? Then they do it again. Now I realize that I'm not imagining this. And we I look over at Brett and we just start cracking up. And I think they did it. They did it five times. <laughs> I was counting. <laughs> I mean, I'll have to confirm when we're, we're able to uh, redeem our ticket and yeah. get the live show, but I'm pretty sure it was five times. There were probably people there who missed their train because Trey wanted to say. They're like, oh, are they going to play another song? <laughs> Good day, everybody. Be safe. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. I'm very excited to listen back silly, to that one. Silly, silly boys. I can't believe they're going to do it again tonight. <laughs> Two more nights, and they have three sets tomorrow night for New Oh, years. my God. They must be like... I got that's the fact that's next on the list. Well, no, next on the list is AC. Yeah, you got to do a and summer then show. Maybe next year, New Year's. If Sandra's yelling at me, <laughs> if we can like score good seats, the girls would have a great time. And New Year's, yeah, those are like impossible, like impossible to find though, right? If we don't get the lottery, yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see. Do a live, live check in, live check second in market. To see if we wanted to, if we wanted to go to New Year's Eve, two days. Madison Square Garden to see the fish from Vermont. Let's say, well, we'll do four tickets. We'll pretend we're all going. All right. So we'd want to sit in any That's of these. Not, oh, wait, Section 103, 348. That's high. Yeah. But, but is it? Like 320, four seats. That's not bad. It's New Year's Eve. Man. You're getting three sets. You're also getting a show. They're going to do something silly or like for the fake New Year's like Eve, the aquarium. Yeah, they turned the whole place. They it was blue lights everywhere with like green swirls, like you're in the ocean. And they had these blow up whales that are bigger than like my garage, just like drifting around. They like, had to play bathtub gym that night, right? For I the humpback so. whale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I hope so. But yeah, I like three twenty a ticket for New Year's Eve at the Garden to see like your favorite band. To me, that doesn't really seem that that crazy. One oh seven, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna couch tour New Year's yeah. Eve. We're we're hosting friends at our house, and I'm gonna just buy the show and put it on the TV, and everyone can enjoy. Maybe and, they'll get tweezer that night. Yeah. Or it'll come out tonight, probably. I feel like I would I feel like it's coming tonight, but I, I don't know. We say a lot of things that aren't the ever the case. But yeah, what a what an adventure. Un unbelievable first show. Yeah. I feel like that's set a very high bar, which I don't know. <laughs> it's a very high bar, but for that was like in my twenties for a show, and I'm there like this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen them do. <laughs> like, so it's, it's not just like no, being like you don't say that like every time you're at a show, like you don't walk away and be like, oh my god, that was 
the greatest show I've ever seen. I, or like there's more, there's ones that stand out more than there's, the others. There's moments in shows that feel like the greatest thing you're ever seeing. And this show felt like one big moment of that. Yeah. Which is what made it such a good show. Like I there's nothing on here that I wouldn't want to listen to. Cause they do have some songs where it's like, all right, I like this one. It's fine. But like, I kind of take it or leave it like a bathroom song. And like, there were no bathroom songs. No. Like bouncing around the room or something like I might. That is a bathroom song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, it was a really good set. My, my mom used to make fun of me like my whole life. Cause anytime I'll go to a concert, like get back late, wake up the next morning, stumble into the kitchen. She's like, how was the show? Like not even just fish. How was the show? Like, good. So good. Amazing. <laughs> like, I can't even believe that they they can do that. And she's like, You say this about every show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> That's why I keep going. <laughs> but this one is more true to this that one. Point. This is why I I always say that to me, fish is bigger than just a band. Cause like You saw I, that from just even the line to get in. Like I don't remember ever being online for a concert. And feeling like I was in that welcoming of an environment, like where you can talk to anyone and everyone's so happy to talk to you. Yeah. And you're not bothering anyone. And like you've mentioned it was my first show and like heads whipped around <laughs> to like look at me with like big smiles on their faces. Join the cult. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> we got a new one. It is true though. Like, and I, I try to bring that to other shows. Like I was just like you talk about the band like you're there to see the same band so it sh- in theory should be easy to like chat with most but it's people it's not the case it doesn't always band. work that way like like i'm looking at a rise against poster right now and they're a band i see pretty much every summer and i love them as far as like bands go they're at the top of my list but like i get warm and fuzzies from them and like it's a it's always like a beautiful night but it's just it's not the same there's just something else with fish that just feels like bigger <laughs> and also know. the i feel like there's more predictability with rise against compared to yeah that fish because you literally never know what you're gonna get you yeah. know you won't get based on what they played the night before but... yeah that's about as much as you can do which is real fun like when you're following summer tour you try and like make predictions because now you have like stats because you could be like well you know they haven't played tweezer and like the past a couple two, weeks the past two cities so like there's a good chance we get tweezer night and everyone just kind of like says their predictions and like theory crafts and it it's just that whole like extra level to it that's it's so fun i can't i can't wait to see what they do tonight yeah. and I'm, I'm not even going i'll be monitoring that set list tonight yeah. and tomorrow night i'll be out to dinner with nicole and her mom i'm gonna be refreshing the set list thread on reddit because i'm gonna want to see what's going on yeah i am too and when i see songs i love i'm just gonna like grin like an idiot knowing that like so many people are there like having a great time and like we were yeah i i can't wait to get the audio of this though yeah i'm gonna listen to this like so much the next month or so probably i might have to like re-up my live fish subscription just so i can listen to the whole run it's that's only, not a bad idea it's only like eight bucks a month <laughs> which i like to just do it for summer tour usually because you look at it as like 30 bucks basically you can listen to every show yeah it's even like last night's set or uh not last night the first night set was really good too 
I mean, there's songs yeah. I wasn't like upset we missed, but like they had like Free and Harry Hood. Yeah. Yeah, the, the first set, man's brother. First night set feels like a like a blur. Yeah, like YouTube, as you said, eight last night with yeah. the twenty-two minute opener yeah. compared to the when we went on there Wednesday night and we got three minutes before. Yeah. It got shut off on us. But... Yeah, fish uh, live streams the first song of the set on YouTube, and then like, I think it's supposed to try and draw people in to go like buy the live stream, but the first song's always free. Then the first night they did like a two minute song that felt more like a sound check than like a jam. But last night they YouTube got a twenty two minute like rare song, so yeah, YouTube was eaten. Ah. <laughs> uh. Awesome night. And I think I like like I like them even more after seeing them live. And I didn't think that was possible from like how much I've been listening to them this year. But yeah, if you're even like remotely interested in them, you have to see them in person because it's yeah, truly unlike anything I've ever experienced at a live show. Yeah. Especially if you're listening to us, chances are you're on the East Coast, better yet, like tri-state area. So it's it's easy. Like there was someone I saw on on the Reddit page who flew from Switzerland to see them wow. in New York City. Like that's like a lifetime epic trip for that person. And we're just like, all right, let's get on this dirty train yeah. and go for twenty minutes. Like we have that on our on our back step, and which is like, nice. But then, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I kind of want to see a gorge show like you did. I want to see a Hollywood Bowl show. Yeah, it's a it's wouldn't mind seeing them in Denver like, either. To like go see these cool venues and they do like in like maybe february or march most years they do a mexico show and it's a all-inclusive package to a hotel and they they play on the beach they do a daytime set too and um last year dave matthews came out with them oh wow (laughs) and it's like crossing fan bases there if you're like a fish family like if if you and like say your spouse like both love the band like it's like a no-brainer like we want to do a vacation why wouldn't we do that when our favorite band is playing yeah which like i don't really see those mexico shows in my personal future i don't either like i see how i could see hollywood bowl or gorge but yeah like me and nicole have traveled for bands before and like make a vacation out of it and like it's just a great a great excuse to do that and like see different places but yeah, the the camping stuff is that I've never done before. So that, that would like, be a whole new experience for me. Think of the line and like the family aspect, and you just live that. Like we go back last night instead of traveling NJ Transit, we walk for five minutes. We get some like chicken and rice at a food truck that's they have all these different food places on site. You go back to your tent. You get out a bunch of guitars and like joints and chill. Everyone's doing their thing. And like we were playing songs, singing. Like we started playing a Fleetwood Mac song, and this girl walked walked by and she's like, Oh, I gotta sing this. And she just like hopped in and like oh, sang. So and she cool. had a killer voice. And like then like everyone kind of tapers off and goes to bed. And like the sun rises on the mountain with you. You stumble your way to coffee with like whoever's camping nearby and you talk about you have this conversation about the set last night and then you just like the day comes and they're going to do an afternoon set and then a night set and 
you just live in it for a few days and it's yeah like, it's got to be on my bucket list man. like real Doing something like that freedom it's really cool but camping can be hard but if you plan right it's not so bad like hollywood bowl like just got a sweet hotel in like in, around yeah uh where is hollywood is it los angeles yeah i think so yeah so that that i'm not sure like, what part but remove the camping aspect and like spend a weekend in california and like explore and see fish like i think that would be yeah that seems like one of the more realistic next or like, saratoga springs yeah if it's not fourth of july yeah it's always fourth of july they i think they do they do fenway i don't know if they do fenway if i'm making that up but that would be that would be cool too boston trip i don't know if they new do. hampshire they played yeah i'm just recalling all my <laughs> the live shows from the fish station yeah i'm serious there's a couple canada stops that they'll like dip into like toronto twice yeah but yeah just just an awesome show and so much hype from the podcast of like this show like the whole journey is documented of of me rambling about fish then you kind of being like so what's this what's that then when we had on um uh playlist wars um i'm forgetting his brian. name brian yeah yeah brian colburn um he got you in the farmhouse and he gave like... me the map he's like farmhouse <laughs> yeah. and then a picture of nectar yeah and that was all she wrote yeah. i was hooked from then countless texts later of just like this song is awesome this song is awesome whoa whoa so what's this what's this and like all the history and like it's just yeah i don't know it's just a great thing i'm i'm glad we get to be here the same time as they're here yeah thinking the same thing and then i was telling your uncle last night and i was like I had a high bar set for this show and they somehow like blew past it. You you made it your show of the year before before we, went, we even saw and it. And it's and it's still and still feel like that's underselling it. <laughs> that's compared to the set list we got to see and the whole experience. Yeah. Like it was Yeah, like the surrounding double everything I could have asked for. The surrounding triple. experience of like the show is always like one of my favorite things where like you're just like we wander to some random like like barbecue bar that yeah. we saw online and it just happened to be like a pretty cool party for a little Which bit is cool like, <laughs> just all these like random things going on like it feels like like fish just takes over the city like they really do days. but even like in the show itself like when you're listening to these jams and like you're not seeing it in person like you might not be as tuned in but like when yeah. you're in person you're you're in it you're yeah. looking at everything going on around you people dancing the lights and it yeah. just it almost feels like the audio doesn't do it justice at times unless of course yeah. you were at that show and you listen back and you can kind of see everything playing back out but yeah if you've ever been to that show it might not hit the same way but it's still good but yeah like obviously i've been hooked on them for most of this year and haven't been bothered by that long jam so yeah they don't people like my friends like will joke who don't like no fish like oh you're just gonna listen to, like a 40 minute song but like it's not really like that. Like the longest, the longest song this minutes, was 22 <laughs> minutes. But think about it. If like a normal, if a normal song, we'll, we'll say a normal song is five minutes just for like, 
sake of argument, it's probably like the music we listen to is more probably in the three to four range. But like, there's plenty of songs that are five to six minutes that people like. Or Tool, like so, we, yeah, like in Fear Inoculum, like all those songs were like. I was thinking about Tool, sixteen like, minutes, kind of a lot last night because both <laughs> bands just do really weird timing stuff, like with the drums, like Fishman and John Carey are like just incredible drummers. Fishman is like unreal like he doesn't even break a sweat back there no. and like he just holds it down the whole time like i'm i get exhausted just watching them and they're like doing it I, and they look so relaxed at, yeah. the, at the same time i want to know like what their like self-care like reg regimen is because like, like what do you do between sets <laughs> yeah what do you do between sets like they're they're probably getting enough sleep i would hope like you can't do that if you're not no like I don't get enough sleep. <laughs> or they drink like an entire pot of coffee each. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh cups. <laughs> Fresh pots. <laughs> Fresh pots. But yeah, great. Great show. I I can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Can't wait to see what they do the rest of this weekend. Um, first, this is our first episode back for the new year. It is. Yeah. I'm not sure what we're talking about outside of this, but hopefully it's... Uh... Yeah. You're enjoying the episode? Yeah. <laughs> you enjoy my episode. <laughs> yeah, right. That should be the that's, name of yeah. it. <laughs> definitely the name there of it. There we go. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but now we're going to have to listen to this Weezer EP, and it's going to ruin <laughs> all this great emotion I have right now. <laughs> but we'll park uh, go on, so then that'll boost the mood. Yeah. I'm not sure if that'll be this week or next week, yeah. but you'll know if you're listening to this. But Yeah. Yeah, it might be. I don't know. We will we'll talk off the air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be next week. So I'm going to bask in this a little more. We're yeah. going to bask in this a little more. I should yeah. say. I think I'm going to make another loving cup of coffee. And, and I'm going to hit the road probably. Yeah. Watch out for the possums. possums. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we're going to either throw it back or that's our episode. Um, I really don't know. I don't care because that was an awesome show awesome night thanks for being here with us for the recap to all our friends who we saw there if you're listening um thanks for making it special we love you what's your feet that drive the frenzy we are back hello <laughs> we enjoyed ourselves we did enjoy ourselves very much i don't remember what we talked about in that, in that. no <laughs> we might have talked about some of what we talked about leading into what we talked about true professionals but it's okay true professionals <laughs> so brett you were saying you had some follow-up questions i to did the fish. <laughs> so we kind of talked about this like at the bar before the show but like how like my fish knowledge like stops like right around the breakup. So like I know a lot of the music from like pre two thousand four, but not so much. Yeah. Post reunion. So there's like Big Boat and others. Others, <laughs> yeah. Which leads to my question. So it seems like they like to play a lot of off Sigma. And I don't yes. think I've heard a song off that that I haven't liked yet. So I'm thinking as I explore newer or two point fish. I start there, or is that like starting at the top, and then everything after that is not as good? 
No, that's that's a good idea. I never knew Steam was off Sigma Oasis. I didn't either. I got really excited when I saw that. I thought that was a ghost song because it's like funky. It's good. It's funky. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Sigma Oasis was good. Um, I think I'm going to save that for that'll be like my first album in the February challenge I do. Yeah, there's that and Big Boat, but Big Boat has more misses, I think. That's what it sounded like the fans thought, too. Yeah. And there's some, it seemed like they like Joy a little bit. Yeah, I think that's 2009, huh? That's their first one back. Yeah, because I didn't start till 2013. So to me, they're all just like the old albums. But yeah, Joy is, I guess, newer. That has Stealing Time from the Faulty Plan. It's a great one. Ocelot, Kill Devil Falls. Kill Devil Falls, I liked. And they played that on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Did you hear Backwards Down the Number Line? I like that one too. That's on yeah. there. Yeah. That's one that I think I've heard that song more than any other. <laughs> so there's been a bunch of times where they've encored with it and me and Goldie just bounced to beat the traffic. <laughs> so like, yeah, we don't have to hear this one again. But it's a very like it's a nice song. <laughs> But not for every single show you're at. Yeah. Paige has like great harmonies in that song. What about Fuego? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuego's got good ones too. So Fuego there are itself good ones is a great on... song. Yeah. Yeah. None I mean, of them are. It's just not like the old stuff. Yeah. Um, none of them are like all bad. It's just that some have more like duds than others that you don't even really, they don't even really make it to the shows, which is fine. Play more sci-fi soldier. Yeah, and Kazbot Vox. <laughs> What's the song off that that was really good on the New Year's show I was listening to? Uh, I'm blanking. I know right they now. do. They do Turtle in the Clouds off that, which is a pretty good one. It's like it wasn't that long, but um, it was a really good song. Um, maybe I should look up the set list. <laughs> um. Let's see. Say it to me, Santos. Yes, there it is. Hi ho, that, hi that's ho, hi ho. Yeah. This is what space smells like. I didn't realize that was off that album, but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, that was when they pretended to be a like Norwegian band. Is that on Spotify, the album? Yeah, it's under Fish, though. It's not like a secret one, Okay, like Sci-Fi Soldier. Yeah, I had to dig for that one. So I know we said we're going to talk more about it next week, but... I did listen to some of that fireworks album, but I did listen to a couple songs and I have some early thoughts. Um, All I remember from them is arrows. Yeah. I remember that song. That was like their big hit. Wow. That's a really big hit compared to all their other songs. Do you remember that one? I'm listening. I do listen. I don't think I know this. People like worship them. They're like, they were on like one to years level with some people. I feel like, they're having an identity crisis based off this song and the first song on their new album and then the other songs on their album. Is it heavy? It's crazy heavy. It's so good. It reminds me of like old senses fail. Oh, wow. Okay. And then the rest of now, but then the rest of the album sounds like, like radio indie type music. There's like, not another scream, at least in like the first seven tracks. Well, so that's I a don't, tease. I don't really get it. 
but that first song is killer <laughs> i just don't like i listened to it and i was like fuck yeah like this is gonna rip i'm excited for this and then it just dies yeah but i only made it like maybe halfway not even so so i don't know if it if it comes back or not it was just very like it was very strange all right, so what else we got for next week? We're going to listen to more fireworks. Um, We have a Parco episode. We finally have to listen <laughs> to Winter Sissons. Weezer Sissons. Yeah, I've only listened to The Stray Dog so far. The more I hear it, the more I don't hate it. I don't know why I called it The Stray Dog. It's not the, it's not the name. <laughs> Wild packs of angry dogs. Keep up with that. <laughs> Modest Mouse. Or is it Wild Packs of Hungry Dogs? I don't know. Now I gotta look. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll do we'll do the final Weezer season. Um Fireworks. Family dogs, okay. Way off. <laughs> we'll do we'll do book club next week. Yes. <laughs> Only part two. Though. I don't think I can yes, do part three. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Part two of the book club. Sorry, I'm a slow reader, everyone. <laughs> and uh yeah, I'm sure we'll find some other stuff. And Nothing's new, uh, like really been coming out yet. We can do new anti flag if you want. I've never really dived into them too much, but I did really like their last album. And this yeah, new one is supposed to be like in the mirror of that. All right. And they're dropping it on January 6th on purpose. So. Let's do that. And uh, oh, that's badass. And yeah. uh, whatever their most popular album is from back in the day. Just for just for uh, com- comparative sake. Oh, did it make sense? I enjoy them. I feel like they're very much like Rise Against the Only a little more angrier they, and political if did they have a song the separation of church and skate separation that was no effects i think right? oh yeah it's no effects there was it the press corpse broken bones this is the end the press corpse is this one. is the end was on madden if you remember uh, yeah so yeah we'll dive into them a little yeah press corpse is a big one. Oh, also i just want to shout out bad omens who I think they opened on the A Day to Remember tour that that I missed that you missed. But the song Just Pretend, so good. I don't know anything else by them, but it's on the radio a lot. And uh, I listen to them. Like, I, don't think I can wait for you at the bottom. And he's got like this really nice like falsetto. It's like, I don't know. Just really like that song. Just Pretend. Yeah. It leads the way on a. Uh their most listened to track yeah it's like they play it all the time on octane did we miss this i know this is before we were a podcast okay (laughs) february 25th 2002 this is b 2022 (laughs) bga aga it's good to be back it was a nice nice little break we got a nice show in the middle and uh we get to go back to parko next week so Get ready for that. Dude. Weezer, baby. Weezer never have... sleeps. But maybe they will in 23. <laughs> oh, they're going to run six, six albums the last two years. So. Busy. 
Fizzy Rivers. All right. One last question it. before we yep, go, though. That won't do it. <laughs> I figured since it's our first episode of the new year, is there a bucket list band we're looking to tackle in the new year? Like to get if on the show? Were. Or to go see? To, to go, go see. see. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a gazillion bands. We there's a gazillion bands on our list right now. <laughs> um, For interviews, at least. Bucket list band. Hmm. It's tough because if we say they're a bucket list band, then we're like, we have to go. We have to go. Because we mentioned Pearl Jam before. That would be pretty cool. But I, I don't know that I have to see them. I want to. Have to see. I'm going to sit on this one. And okay. I'm going to come back with an answer for the beginning of next week. We gotta, Your uncle yeah. threw one out that kind of raised my inch a little bit, but I'm not sure if they actually tore. Who's that? The D. Oh yeah. Tenacious oh yeah. D. That would be. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. That'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, that's uh, I can subscribe to that. If the detours, <laughs> we're going. I'll try and think of some others, but that would be. Know, like we said we wanted to tackle some bands you've never seen before. Yeah. I don't think I could tackle Jack Black. No, I think he'd tackle both of us. <laughs> With uh, the above. I am complete. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> All right, before we sing that whole song, <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Happy New Year. Talk to you soon. Yeah, bye Nice. Nice.